Hello, everybody. Before we get to the podcast, a couple announcements. We are revealing the Movie Movie Game box art right now, today, over at bit.ly.com slash movie movie game. So go run over there and check it out. We're very, very excited about how it turned out because it was based off of an artist's work by the name of Casey Landerkin, and it was based off of this work right here. Look at that. And now that's a poster that you can also get available for a limited time only over at dftba.com. Go run over there, check it out. We've got signed and unsigned versions. It's only available for a little bit of time, so you gotta do it now. And while you're there, we're also running a massive merch sale. Everything on the site for the most part is 50% off. Bundle all the things that you want together, save on shipping, do it all. Thank you so much. And go check out the box art. I'd show you here, but I want you to go there just in case you fall in love with it. And you wanna click the clicks and do the bye-bye. And uh, it's all, time for a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest episode of the Valley Cast. Thank you for having me. We've got Thank Elliot the Jackal me. Morgan, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Great job, Elliot. Great That's job. Me. Great job, Kevin. Great job. And Kevin. we've got Kevin, the Armadillo Alexander oh, Placky. Whoa. Oh, I've never gotten job, that Kevin. before. Great job, Kevin. Wow, thanks, guys. Thanks, And everybody. I'm your host, Joe. <laughs> That's not a hoodie. That's actually a part of his body and connected to his skin beretta. <laughs> Dude, what if humans had, like... Uh, like hoodie style skin flaps that we could put on our heads like that. Like that's how we evolved. Yeah. To, to stay warm and fight the elements. Yeah. A skin, a giant skin hoodie. <laughs> that all say things like comedy works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like once you hit puberty, it does the thing like you do with like Kevin's room. If you're watching the, the Valley Cast video right now on youtube.com slash the Valley folk. Like, you know how you start to self-identify with who you are, with the things yeah. that you listen to and love, and then you start to plaster it on your walls and, yep. and or your body. So this once you is hit, who I am. Yeah, so once you hit puberty, your skin flap, that is actually designed through evolution to keep you warm through and to battle the elements, knows that it's important. keep your guts important. inside. Yeah, and keep your guts inside. <laughs> but it knows that it's important for you to self-identify and express. So it, your DNA finds what you love the most, and then all of a sudden yep. your skin flap says Pink Floyd. <laughs> wow. There you go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like Would a tattoo? Guys... Kind of. Kind but it's, of. it's okay. yeah. I mean. Uh, but, then, but then we have to, over like the next few millennia, our evolution, our Darwinism kicks in, and we also start to uh, shed skin. Because every seven years, you're a different person is what the psychologists say. True. Elton Morgan. True. So, did, did, did you take, uh, speaking of, did you take any <laughs> drugs before? <laughs> <laughs> Is this your topic for the... Uh, uh, I feel like I'm at the beginning of some kind of psychedelic lecture, which is pretty fun. That's pretty cool. Here's a question for you. Uh, would you rather have the skin, Whoa, flap, off. the skin flap hoodie that we're talking about over your head to protect from the elements, like we're talking about, and also self-identify, or sure. would it be better to have like hoodie pockets down on your belly that you can store things kind of like Whoa. A kind of like a kangaroo That's, but on the that, sides that 100 i thought you were describing more of a skin kilt or a skilt if you will and i was pretty excited about that <laughs> idea too because <laughs> kilts are pretty cool what's the evolutionary uh, benefit of having a skilt I well guess. you don't get so many breeze so many ah. breezes it's just straight up genitalia protection because uh halfway through our existence our bodies were like wait a minute these important things we put on the outside? Yeah, yeah. Why did we do that? <laughs> hey, I got something to ask you guys about. I got pretty addicted to a new show uh, yesterday, and I saw it advertised on the old Apple TV, and I thought it, it was the first season. I was like, oh, I'll check this out. It's called Oregon Trail. Now, apparently, it used to be a show called Miracle Workers, and it's starring Daniel Radcliffe alongside Whoa. a female co-star whose name I cannot remember because I don't know it. And then Steve Buscemi plays God. And it's this whole show <laughs> about how Steve Buscemi is this, like, washed-up, like, egotistical God who's decided he's going he's gonna to destroy Earth. 
and the whole thing is basically he's the CEO and it's this whole company. They have like a department of genitals, a department of oh uh, answering gosh. prayers. And so Daniel Radcliffe and his partner work in the answering prayers department, but they're so understaffed because the population of the planet has become so much bigger than what the department of answering prayers can handle. So wow. periodically they'll just get inundated with all these prayer requests, but they can't change anything miraculously. They can only do little subtle things to make the prayers come true. So Daniel Radcliffe becomes obsessed with just helping people find their keys. There's all these videos of people just being like, oh God, help me find my keys. And so he sits in front of his computer and he tries really hard to melt the snowflakes one by one so that the keys stuck in the snow will become visible <laughs> to the person praying. And then he's like, ha ha, another prayer answered. And then all the other people are like, my child is dying. And he's like, ah, it's too much. We can't do it. It is so good. Wow. Awesome. How new is this show? I've Apparently, heard nothing. About yeah, it. it's like a, I think maybe an anthology series, but to see and also Daniel Radcliffe is awesome in it, and Steve yeah. Buscemi is hilarious, and the writing is very funny. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like you guys would have known. I was like, maybe I just no. missed the boat. Yeah, have uh, not heard. Highly of it. recommend it. Yeah, it's on. Uh, I will Apple now, but uh, uh, TBS. But it is. Uh, yeah, and so then I guess they they're changing it every season, so it's like a different thing. And the newest one is just a whole show based on Dang. the video game Oregon Trail. So all, anyway. All y- all you would have had to say was Steve Buscemi as God, and that hooked me enough yeah. to kind of want to watch it. Yeah, and it opens, and he's just, like, drinking a beer watching NASCAR, and the NASCAR, uh, the NASCAR driver, like, wins it, and he's just like, first thing I want to just say is praise God, thank you, God, and it's Steve Buscemi, and he just rewinds it to where it says thank you, God. <laughs> over and over. And he just keeps watching. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Let, let's take a second to fully appreciate Daniel Radcliffe's post Harry Potter career. Yeah, that, that dude was. I was like, thinking the same thing. That dude was like, you know what? I did it. Like I did yep. it. I've done the Marvel thing, basically. I've done the biggest franchise you could possibly do in my lifetime, and I'm just gonna go do cool artistic Whatever I want stuff yeah. that is like so far removed from what oh. I was doing on Harry Potter and I'm just going to go for it because I don't yep. care. I mean, he has the ability to do that because I'm sure he's literally drowning in yeah. Yeah. statements. Yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, I don't know, man. Good for him. Don't you feel, though, it. that like a the whole Harry Potter cast, and I could be wrong. There's For all I know, there's stuff that's been leaked or something like that. But all of them have kind of been okay. Like, they've all not done anything crazy they've all I, I, i'm a Uh-oh. little worried about malfoy oh yeah <laughs> tom felton yeah i thought he did rise of the planet of the apes i thought he was chilling yeah <laughs> he's chilling in that movie he's <laughs> definitely chilling he's kind of like got this <laughs> I, like... <didn't> mean... <laughs> I meant like chilling in life not chilling in the movie <laughs> here i got this it review a, of the movie everybody let's see here real quick uh, uh... I thought uh, um, Tom one of Felton them, is chilling. One of them died in a knife fight, or one was like stabbed. Wait, like, what? One of the, uh, the the Irish kid. He oh, wasn't a main right. character. One of them died. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but like Emma Watson did Beauty and the Beast, and she's she's seeming yeah, she's yeah. still great. Rupert Grin is angel. like off doing his own thing. He's like, done a he couple does like it. indie movies, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. cool because they started so young. It's pretty crazy that all of them ended up being yeah. like pretty good. <laughs> Fingers crossed it stays that way. You know, yeah, and keep an For eye real. on them. That was and if your... anybody has any information. That was like Kevin. That was like your. That's your generation, oh, yeah. right? Like that yeah. was you and your friends growing up. You guys were like Harry Potter. Yep. These are well. All I mean, yes, but like I think my group of friends wasn't ever talking about it much. But like the whole they were growing up as i was growing up happened because i remember like the third the switch from the third to the fourth movie was such a dark turn on like how those movies were made they became less fun and they were more like interesting and scary (laughs) the third was the crazy dark one where they had what's his name do the directing and it it, so the first that yeah you're right and then the fourth i think they went with order they went well oh my nerd showing uh-oh <laughs> oh, elliot i think no. elliot i have to i think you're wrong on the order of that i, I think know it, i am <laughs> it's not order of phoenix is five and yeah. four there is you go the okay you one. got it yeah there you yeah. go you but got the third it. one is where it. they took the darker <laughs> turn and then fourth got really dark but and i remember basketball. growing up i was probably like i couldn't say but maybe 14 
ish when the fourth one came out and i remember watching that and being like why does this not feel like what i remember harry <laughs> hey. potter and being like scared of it yeah well yeah that's the one where like they they towards the end voldemort takes out the knife yeah and there's the blood and it's yeah. like what is happening yeah, yeah. but i <laughs> But I was in college when that stuff started to come out, and I remember my college friends being like not interested in the first two at all because they were so geared mm-hmm. toward a younger audience. This, but then the third one came out, and we were all like, "Excuse me, that's what? my favorite." Excuse yeah, the third me, one's my favorite. What is going yeah. on here? Is that uh, Gary Oldman? Thank you very much. <laughs> like, yeah, yep. We started to have a lot Delicious. more fun with it. Yeah, it was good. So I don't know. Weird. Uh, uh, we're, basically, Harry Potter three was the Batman Returns of the franchise. There you go. <laughs> That's what they say. Period. Too dark. Uh, yep. We're filming Period. over Zoom again, everybody, because uh, COVID still. COVID still an outbreak. Came back and it got us, and Steve's out, still recovering from it. I it ravaged my vacation. Um, it was the worst. And Kevin, I, you were getting tested again. Now, did you get your results? Yeah, I'm negative again. Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm like 100. percent I'm pretty sure in the clear now. Yeah. Unless you know. Yeah. Delta. Uh, well, unless. Yeah. Who knows? Somebody was saying exactly. like to be totally safe. They're like, yeah, get like two tests a week. That's how you'll know. And I'm like, excuse me, what did Whoa. you just say? Why would I? No way. Who can do that? Who nobody yeah. can do that. I w- I um won't do that. Yeah. Uh, no. That sounds uh s- silly, but I think they're doing. They're making them do that in New York. They're making the public, if they're not vaccinated, the the government workers have to either get tested once or twice a week or something Dang. like that yeah but we're uh we've got a little bit of covid ptsd now uh because we we were all i mean you guys talked about it last week with steve a little bit but you know yeah me and kevin and steve were all kind of exposed at the same time being being very uh vigilant about yeah. it still but it didn't matter and it was work related and i got the news when so i had a, a long planned vacation to go back to montana for my 20 year high school reunion oh that's i thought it was your college reunion high school yeah (laughs) and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this we're taking the family it's one of the few times that i like pre-planned a trip and it was great and we get there and i see my dad and i'm like dad we're staying with you this will be great i install an air conditioner because it's really (laughs) hot in montana and uh two days into the trip we get the notification that we were exposed and then anxiety hits me like a freight train and i'm worried about my dad i'm worried about like the friends that i'd already seen while still being responsible it doesn't matter once this bug is in your head that you might be hurting people it just kills you uh i saw a friend's mom who is battling cancer who i wanted to see like just the worst it was the worst like uh cornucopia of ingredients sitting on the dinner yeah, table yeah. of my life yeah and so we get tested on we get we get the the results like sunday or we get the the news sunday night the like news. Two days in but Mo- yeah monday is okay family we're all gonna go get tested we all go get tested we're all negative on the rapid test and and i think you were negative kevin and so was steve yeah well i never did the rapid i only did the because it was just too expensive to yeah. try and do the rapid i had no idea they were that much so um, we were like yeah yeah we all got tested yay we're good we're in the clear and then that messes with your my, my, my brain chemistry is going okay i think we're good i think <laughs> i'm not hurting my dad that we're good we're great and then steve does another test and test positive and then my vacation's ruined again. Yeah, then it's, <laughs> it's yeah the worst roller coaster ever. We do yep. the PCR test, which is the more accurate one the next day, me and my wife. And we test negative. This is now we're on but, Thursday morning. Yeah, that takes another 24 hours of like yep. not knowing. So yeah. the whole the whole thing is ruined. I, I don't want to see my friends. I'm like, oh. I, I'm not sleeping. I'm just freaking out for my family, my dad and my friends and this whole thing. And, you know, Heather's immunocompromised, my wife. So I'm like, how do I get her home if something happens? Yeah. yeah. We all test negative on Thursday, and that's the one day I let go just a little bit. I breathe. I, I allowed myself to breathe, and then I got to do my 20-year uh, high school reunion. Oh, okay. Which so that was like after you found out the second time that you were negative. Luckily. Yeah, but it's still like feeling like still, I'm yeah. taking a massive chance by going they to s- it. What's that? The C- the CDC said too that if like. For example, Heather, had she come back positive, the way that you would need to travel to get her back is they make those, like, 
any size fits boxes at the USPS yeah. and you have to put her in one yep. of those and mm-hmm. ship it. But the good news is they get there. You save a little bit of money and she would get there in a couple of days. So you'd And it's fine. safer yeah. too. That's it's what I safer, hear. It's safer, yeah. They give you the bubble right wrap fragile. for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's fun for her. She's entertained. Uh, it's perfect. <laughs> well, dude, my fears were so like, if she had it, she couldn't have it up in like middle of nowhere, Montana, because she needs to be around her doctors and stuff. Yeah. So we were like, do we, we have to jump in a car and, and like race back that's to crazy. LA 24 hours. Like it would have been, and that's, that's a chance in itself in case she, she or something me happened or on the road. Yep, exactly. And we would have drove through fire country right now up in the Northwest. Yeah. Oh, and then we would have drove through monsoon season from Utah down to Nevada and Arizona. And they're just getting obliterated right now by rain. Oh so my God. It would have been this like cannonball <laughs> run of hell yeah. to, wow. to get back. Long story short, I get to attend the reunion. It was nice for the the few hours that I let myself um, exist in the moment. But our, re- our reunion was so Montana. We, oh, yeah? We had it at a former high school uh, classmate's house slash f- dusty field. <laughs> oh, okay. It was in his dusty field. Uh, the person who said they were going to bring porta-potties did not. So there was Sorry, like, guys. like 50 <laughs> of us standing in this field. Like, and if you had to go pee, you just had to go find a place. Wow. <laughs> where, <laughs> where kids couldn't see you, hopefully. Yeah. Um, it was hot. But there was no beer or anything. It was so bring, it was peeing. It was bring your own beer. <laughs> oh, bring your my own beer. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was wonderful. It was really fun getting to catch up with, with the people. I wish I would have been in a better mental place to see. Yeah, it, I'm but, sure. Uh, but I wasn't, yeah. and I didn't get there. I left. We actually ended up leaving five days early because I was, I just, my anxiety yeah. was too high. And my, you know, those, you get the negative results, but still it was, uh, like I said, fire season up there. So our lungs are burning anyways. Cause we're, Jeez. the skies looked overcast the whole time, but it was just smoke. Yeah. And so we just were never in a good mental place. And I, I just was like, we got to get Heather back just in case. So we came back and. Still yeah. negative. Still negative. Got more tests, and we're, we're fine now. But now it's like, do we venture out ever again? I know. You can <laughs> still, yeah. It's just that thread is still out there. Have you gotten to a place where you've been able to, not that I have, laugh at this situation that you found yourself in? Because it sounds like a true comedy of errors, as though the Lord was kind of... Um, just kind of messing with you because he was bored (laughs) dude not honestly not yet it ruined like there were friends there that are like really close to me that i haven't seen in 10 years that i don't know when i'll get to see him again and it kind of ruined that opportunity yeah Uh, so my covid tests set me back 700 fucking dollars um yeah because you had to get everybody tested yeah yeah and the rapid and all that did you what was it like Joe, because I've never done the the um, high school reunion. Like, did, no, I know. Did I was wondering feel, this too. Yeah, did you feel like you picked up where you left off, or did you feel like you had to re get to know people? I had a uh, my time high with school, oh, uh, classmate come. Well, I was just gonna say I had a former uh, high school classmate that I hadn't seen since high school come to my Orlando show, and it was <laughs> awesome. I was like, whoa! I was like. I know, and it, all the memories came back, and it was an immediate recognition, and immediate like, oh yes, of course, it's great to see you. Um, was it like that, or was it sort of like, whoa, what happened to you? Um, yeah, I would say for the most part because it's the twentieth, right? Like things have changed, um, but things I don't think have, for the most part, have super changed for a lot of people. Like there's yeah. kids and stuff like that. Give it, let's see what happens at the thirtieth. In the but next, yeah. The um, I would say for the most part, it was like a lot of falling right back in. Which was really nice. Cool. There was wow. there was some kind of there was a few awkward um, conversations, but man, everybody else ended up having, I think, a grand time, like a, an amazing time. Because I went to the like stand in a field and pick a corner to pee in part of the yeah. reunion. Yeah. But what I missed because of my fears and my anxiety and my worry about the family, was, you know, I didn't ride on the float in our small town parade, which would have been stu- oh wow stupid fun. <laughs> Is that was gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, it did happen. Not for me, though. I didn't get to... um, They did, like, a late night, like, 9 p.m. river float 
where we all just like would go on the river oh, and drink beers dang. and stuff like that. Like all this. That fun. sounds amazing. And it would have been. And I know they had a great time. And I saw the pictures. And I was on text threads and stuff like that. And everybody just fell back in. And it was great. Um, it was great seeing it. And it, it it's it's again a type of life yeah. that I'd love to fall back into um, someday. Wow. But it was uh, it was very good. It was very good seeing everybody. And any like, I kind of probably talked to you guys about like any political divides yeah, and fears yeah. and conversations <laughs> that I just wanted to avoid in general. Um, none of that stuff came wow. out. It was just I bet like, nobody, yeah. It was just like, wondered. dude, how yeah. are you? Good to, good to hear you. Tell me your stories. Da, 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 da. And, and it was just fascinating seeing everybody. And, and uh, it's just a good reminder of where you come from and that people are awesome. And, and yeah, can, the building blocks describe- of you. Can you describe the most awkward interaction you had? I know. Was I, there what? Yeah. I wanted to know, like, if there was one person that you were like, "Whoa, you like, you're ooh, doing that?" Like, just I even have to a walk little away. bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> just what the story was. What's the uh, the 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 moment that like blew me away the most? And this is from a friend. That, you can change details if you need to. You know. No, this is a friend that uh, real close <laughs> growing up. He um he ended up being like a like a basically he's a hero he was an army ranger and he swings a little bit more more red now and we haven't talked like in person for a while and he comes up to me and he goes Beretta how's it going good good he goes so uh you getting out of Nazi California yet (laughs) (laughs) yeah I get that a lot and it like it like took me back for a second I was like oh no how do I handle this but it was just like we were just ribbing each other around (laughs) and it was really good to catch up with him um, Dude, I can't even imagine, like, for some reason, if I picture my a high school reunion for me, even, like, 10 years, 20 years, which my 10-year already passed. That would have been during COVID. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. But Wait, um, your 10-year high school reunion already passed? Is that what you just said? Yeah. No way. How old are you? <laughs> I graduated in 2014, high school. 2014. Kevin. Kevin, it's it's twenty twenty two, my friend. <laughs> it's not even twenty twenty two. You know what just happened right there? <laughs> Kevin. I was hey, I was Kevin. <laughs> Dude, Kevin. you know Hold on, let me tell you where my brain just where got. Where did you back. go? What just happened? So when I was thinking I graduated in twenty fourteen, I was like, so that must mean I was fourteen years old, <laughs> which means my ten year would have been when I was twenty four. <laughs> twenty five right now. <laughs> Dude, those are my how, favorite, favorite. Did you see how stuff. convinced I was too of it? Yeah. <laughs> Committed to the point that you made me and Joe question like the most basic math. You made me. For, uh, you made me think it was a year later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> COVID lasted a long time. So here's the good news, Kevin. You didn't miss your 10 year reunion. No, I did not. But what I was saying was, once it gets there, <laughs> I don't know what um, they're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm 17 years old. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I can't imagine like a big group of us getting along. I can picture like four <laughs> people here and another four people there, and like that's it and that's as far as it would go i'm sure that now that we're older we'd be more inclined to like just strike up conversations with each other but the thought of like all of us interacting sounds very strange to me yeah yeah Yeah. i feel like if i went um to a high school reunion and i do want to i feel like i I still have that high school anxiety would return of like i think they all hate me yeah and i would just assume that and maybe they do, but I don't think they do. And I'm still friends with a lot of them. But I still, that, I like return to that in my mind. I'm like, I don't, I'm so nervous. What if they yeah. don't like me? So, I think yeah. there's a natural default. And I think there even was for us a little bit. Like you still will kind of like naturally fall into your conversational clicks. And so if like you're in an awkward situation, you're always going to, you're going to retreat to where you're comfortable. And yeah, I think that happened. But I also came from a class not to speak for all of them, but I'm pretty sure this is pretty accurate. Like, you know, we had our cliques, we had our like social stereotypes or whatever, but for whatever reason, we also all intermingled all through our our high school years yeah. and, okay. and before. Like our jocks were in pep band and yeah. also band and choir and 
the straight A students did sports, and it's it just it was kind of all intermixed for the most yeah. part. Well, and, yeah, that helps then for yeah. sure. So I don't think it was so like stereotypical, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, movie high school experience for where we I grew don't know up. If anyone really had as stereotyped. Because I remember growing up in high school being like, it's not really like this, but like, it must be, this must be how it is everywhere else. Like in Boy I mean, Beach it's World not as exaggerated. It's definitely not as exaggerated, but at my high school, I still have trouble finding know what, finding like what crowd I was probably a part of. Cause I was like, had a couple friends within, like close friends within like each group. So like, I kind of would just go yeah. to wherever those people were. But, like, there was definitely the people that played sports. Those were, like, the yeah. more popular, good-looking crowd that, Bigger. like, people want. Yeah. <laughs> and then there kids. was also, like, a group. But, see, like, in terms of, like, just this one group of, like, nerds or something, that never happened. Like, there was just some weird <laughs> That's kids. the nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's they how like... they depict it. <laughs> I remember the goth kids. They definitely didn't oh, yeah. mingle with many other people. They kept yeah. them to themselves, and and I'm thankful for that because I didn't want to see their scary asses come up and try to talk to me. <laughs> Scare their black uh, eyeliner. Horrifying. You were, you were too. Then, you were too scared of evil back then. <laughs> I was yeah. too scared of evil. Yeah, and then I'd go home and listen to the same music they listened to. And be like, I'm glad I'm not like them. Uh, Kevin, how big was your school? Uh, fifteen hundred ish, I think. Oh, that's pretty big. It's yeah, it was decent, but not definitely comparatively to other schools around here, it wasn't too big. We were the smaller school of. You, but our you had city. A, you had a class of like what three hundred and fifty people or something like that. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's a that's a pretty significant size. We had like a hundred and ninety or something like that. Yeah, so so that also separates us more. Yeah, you don't get as lost in the crowd. I feel like when you're nope. in a, a semi smaller class. Uh, yeah. yours was probably pretty small, Elliot, because you went to like a specialty high school, right? It was um like three thousand kids, but it, my school was attached to a big the big public school, the Dreadnoughts, oh. which were like okay. huge huge football, and so it was a weird mix. We were like a little school within the school, but it was my my graduating class was like twenty or thirty people or something like that, and I was like one of two guys, and so it was a tight knit group of people. Well, you never wow. talked about that. You were only two dudes in your graduating class. Whoa. That graduated, yeah, maybe Whoa. three, but one of them was technically in tech. It was me, Jonathan, and Steve, I think, were the only ones. And so as a result of that, we were always friends with the other classes, the the upperclassmen and lowerclassmen, which was very fun. Um, <laughs> Those three names are so close to Joe, Steve, <laughs> and you. <laughs> Jonathan, Steve, and Elliot. Joe, Steve, and Elliot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to fall uh, into that the rest of your life. Why? Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I am. Oh, my God. I got to find... I gotta quickly find two guys with J and yeah. uh, S names <laughs> that's, in case this goes haywire. That's nuts, crazy. Yeah, um, that's so weird, Kevin. I'm gonna sleep on that and not <laughs> sleep at all. So, as a as a as a like a sociological experiment for your personal journey, if you're listening, and I'm also talking to you guys, I highly suggest going to any of them just for yeah. just because it's oh, in, yeah. interesting. You know, in I a, think in it, yeah, it's an experience that I'd want to, even if it ends up being hell. I think I would be okay knowing that I tried that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And there's only so <laughs> much so, that could make it be hell. Like yeah, <laughs> like COVID. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, by uh, the way, also. Oh, go ahead, Haley. What? Well, I was just say there's so few rituals and rites of passage in our culture these days yep. that the opportunity to engage in anything like that will have a benefit to you yep. in the long run. Anyway, uh, back Amen. to you. Yeah. Back to you, uh, Jonathan from high school. <laughs> uh, well, I was gonna say the uh, the COVID fear was only exponentially heightened for me there, where Montana. I no we vaccines. were the only ones wearing masks. The oh. only. To the point yeah. where, like, it like it, it makes you a little self conscious because you do start to get the looks. But I'm not, it's not an exaggeration. We would go through the stores and it would just be us. But by that point, we were doing it because we were like, we're all vaccinated, but if yeah. we have it, we don't want to spread it. So we were wearing masks for the betterment at yeah. that point, as opposed to the fear. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was, dude, I experienced that. I was in um, Palm Springs last week, and Palm Springs is typically very you know quiet they have like a after 10 p.m no outside noise at all rule like they're very like by the books and i went into the grocery store at probably like 
9 30 9 45 and it was totally empty and i'm i you know go in put my mask on do my thing and i'm getting like looks from like people like groups of people no one was wearing a mask inside and i was like i guess palm springs is they just all right i guess this is just okay yeah and palm springs like, is wow. done <laughs> and it, was the, it was the only time i've ever felt like like shamed i guess yeah like i or like even what it is too is like i don't like being noticed what i like about the mask is that i don't want to be seen and i like but when you're the only one i like yeah i like just being like (laughs) and i like saying things under my breath without my mouth seeing people seeing my mouth move so i'll just be like like i say dumb i have a great time by myself all the time (laughs) and then i'm all of a sudden i'm like being looked at and i'm like this is exactly what i don't want i just don't want anybody to look at me (laughs) especially as i'm buying like popsicles and vodka (laughs) i (laughs) said with a very specific list (laughs) still wore it though felt like a rebel um and it was popsicles and vodka the uh, I, I did this thing where the, one of my friends, creamsicles. Uh, what's up, buddy? One of my friends, Jason, who I is one of the ones I hadn't seen for quite a long time that I was excited to see. I, I, I cold stopped by his his family's house when I got there, and um, texted him and took a picture of myself outside of his house, saying, uh-huh. and I texted the group thread we were on. I'm right. like, sorry guys, change of plans. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it. But uh, I am right here. And then I sent a picture of me in front of his house. And yeah. it took him a while to respond. And it took him so long to respond that I was like, well, crap, I got actually another place to go. So I'm just going to leave. So I totally left. And then he got the photo. And he went outside. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? Where is he? <laughs> Didn't happen. So I went and hung out with this other friend that I was supposed to meet up with. Went back to his house late night on, on the drive home, took another picture, sent it. He didn't come out. I left. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So uh, it became this shenanigans. Running, yeah, this running yeah. creepy joke of me, who this guy I haven't seen in 10 years. I keep almost seeing him. And then I kept it going. We have a thing called the Water Slides, which is basically a little water park where I uh, was my first job, actually. Well, him and uh, a couple other friends went there a couple days into the trip, and we couldn't go. So Hayden and I went geocaching that day, and when we went around geocaching, we were like, let's just go drive through the parking lot of the water slides. So we drive through the parking lot of the water slides. I'm like, this is where I used to work, Hayden, yada, yada, yada. And then I go, I I hit the brakes, I go, there he is, Jason. And he's like (laughs) 60 yards away through the fence with his shirt off. Just standing there, kind of a big dumb <laughs> smile on his face. I'm like, Hayden, take a picture of. <laughs> so yeah, good. She takes a picture of Jason. We leave immediately. I send the picture. <laughs> Great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, this, it was this fun uh, back. And, and now forth. he now he has a warrant out for your arrest. Yep. It was great. <laughs> yep. It was, it was good well, times. I have a funny story about Joe because Joe Joe's a funny guy. Um, Joe Beretta. Yeah, uh, that I went to high school with. John, Jonathan yeah. Joe um, from high school. He uh, so the other day I was on my way home from therapy, and I got a FaceTime from Joe, and I he was like, "Call me back, FaceTime me when you can," and I was like, "This can't be good." I was like, "This is gonna be bad, bad news bears," and it turns out it was not. Joe answers the phone, FaceTime, stares at me, big frown on his face, big look of worry. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, tell me what it is. Please, I, this is giving me anxiety. And Joe whips out the coolest looking game I have seen in quite some time. Folks, it's called Movie Movie Game. I don't know if you've heard about it. Dun, dun, the box dun, dun, design, dun. in my opinion, above and beyond what the prototype looks For like real. on the Kickstarter. I think everyone's going to be so excited about it. But if you would still like orders, you can get them at kickstarter.com slash movie movie game or bitly.com slash movie movie game because you know mm-hmm. how those things work and uh it's only going to be open for a little bit longer so give it a whirl because it looks so good and he we're going to make a few more minor changes what's up he did the exact same thing to me elliot did and he was, really yeah i was terrified and you know how <laughs> yeah. he started it you know how he started it for me he said hey buddy yeah, that's how he started mine. <laughs> yep. Very, very on point. Yeah. Um, shenanigans, yeah. just shenanigans all around. But then he unveils it, and I almost and I got. I was like, "Well, I'm angry. First of all, I'm angry about how this went about, but I'm also m- all mildly emotional about how beautiful this thing is. So yeah. it's really cool. So anyway, everybody, sign up if you want. It's oh, very it's, cool. It came looking. together well. If you're listening to this now, if you're a patron, it comes out Monday. Um, 
what I'm about to say may not happen, but it's about to happen. But if it's Wednesday, I'm hoping this has happened by now. I'll, I'll, we're going to throw a, a Kickstarter update, showing it off, hopefully this week. And along with that, um, a very awesome, exclusive, limited, uh, limited availability poster of the, the box art as well that yes. was designed by Casey Landerkin, who is so talented and so awesome yes. and wonderful. So Lovely. Sh- shout out to her. She made this box look amazing. You're, the poster's going to blow your mind. It's a game in itself. Yeah. Um, and yeah. shout out to Ryan Faroki who helped design the uh, the card backs yeah. um, inside yep. the game, which also look amazing, and the expansion boxes, which you'll see as well. And uh, shout Those out. also just look so cool. It they, all, everything looked, oh, yeah. yeah, it just it's, worked very well. It's come together. And then shout out to Robin, who helped take all of the text that has been falling out of my head for the last year <laughs> and and making it readable and placing it in, yeah. in a way that, that keeps it elegant and, and fun. And a lot of work, man. Holy shit. I did not think yeah. it was going to be this much work. <laughs> I know it's it's and you've killed it. You've killed it every step of the way. And on that note, why don't we go ahead and just say these ads? Well, hello everybody. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Valley Cast with me, Joe, and Kevin. Hey, pop quiz. Here's how it goes: you brush, floss, and then blank. And if you didn't say rinse, guys, well, guess what? You may not be getting a complete clean. That's right. Welcome to the ad portion of this show, you guys. Mouthwash is a key part of your whole mouth's health because it gets between teeth to kill bad germs and help strengthen enamel. I love using it. It's wonderful to use. I use it at the end of the day. I use it at the beginning of the day. I use it between the days. It's uh, It makes me feel alive and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for myself. And I think if you guys know me, you know that's a pretty important thing. So thankfully, the oral care experts at Quip created a super simple way to make mouthwash part of your daily oral care routine. You guys know Quip, of course, the makers of the electric toothbrush and floss that you hear about all the time. Well, they've launched a new mouthwash to help you complete your clean. Plus, it comes with a refillable dispenser that's delightful to use and it's sleek enough to fit on any bathroom counter. It also looks really cool. It's a, it's a, it's a can I say, attra- I'll say attractive looking container and so that when you see it, you're like, oh yeah, oh my god, rinse my mouth out. Really, really good. Quit mouthwash kills bad breath germs, helps prevent cavities, and leaves you feeling fresh thanks to a formula that gives your mouth everything it needs and nothing it doesn't. That second part's really important too. Their four-time concentrate has fluoride, xylitol, and CPC, but they left out the artificial colors and stinging alcohol that you'll find in a lot of other rinses. The refillable dispenser's compact footprint will fit in any bathroom, big or small, and with five colors and two high-end finishes to choose from, you're guaranteed to find a dispenser that matches your style. This is the one mouthwash you definitely won't won't want to hide under the sink. You're gonna wanna show it off and say, yeah, hey, that is my mouthwash. You're totally correct going to be sitting on your counter. It's a beautiful reminder to rinse every day in a subtle way of letting everyone know that your oral care game is next level. Okay, Quip's refillable mouthwash is good for your mouth and the plant with a four-time concentrated formula. Quip ships less water and more good-for-you ingredients. Each eco-friendly refill replaces a big, bulky 470 ml bottle from one of those other brands once diluted, and Quip's refill bottles are made from 100% recyclable plastic. Add a mouthwash refill and make sure your rinse never runs out. With a customizable subscription, you can get refills automatically delivered straight to your door every three months. You can stay on top of your swish without lugging any bottles home from the store. And how refreshing is that? Mouthwash is the perfect finishing touch to a complete oral care routine. Pair it with a quick quick electric toothbrush for adults and kids, and maybe even one of their refillable flossers, and you'll be surprised at how easy and fun it could be to keep your whole mouth healthy. And Quip now has a great tasting, good for you gum that can help keep your breath keep your teeth clean between brushings. Some of these words they blur together, but you know what else doesn't? Your teeth with this rinse nailed it. Along with mouthwash, Quip also delivers fresh brush heads and floss and toothpaste refills every three months from five dollars. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. So, with affordable refills plus free shipping, it's so easy to keep your whole mouth healthy. Join the over 5 million mouths already using Quip and start swishing today. And if you go to getquip.com slash valley5 right now, you can get $5 off a mouthwash starter kit. How great is that? That's $5 off a mouthwash starter kit, which includes a refillable dispenser and a 90-dose supply of Quip's four-time concentrated formula at getquip.com slash Valley 5, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Valley 5. Quip 
the good habits company. One more thing also, you know how sometimes people are like, oh, if you get nervous, just imagine everybody in their underwear. Like that's somehow gonna make you more comfortable. I don't know where we came up with that. Well, anyway, me undies believes comfort does not start with imagining, but instead it starts with actual comfort. That's why they make the softest undies and fun prints to help you feel comfortable at your core so you can feel ready to take on anything. No half-naked room necessary, thank goodness. Though I guess maybe if it came with that, that'd be kind of interesting at least to see for, you know, personal stories or whatever. But anyway, you guys know MeUndies. We talk about them all the time. Uh, I have a drawer full of MeUndies and I never stop getting excited when they show up in the mail. I highly recommend you sign up for their subscription service. It brings a lot of joy to my life. MeUndies designs limited edition prints like all the time so you can express yourself every single day, building your undie collection and picking out which lucky pair gets to meet your butt for the day has never been so fun. It's true, it's like a wonderful, it's like romantic almost. It's like a meat cute basically. Choose prints with corgis, heck yeah, chicken nuggets, your zodiac sign, goofy puns and more. I want some with Pisces on them, that'd be fun. Maybe I don't, that's a Pisces joke. Anyway, MeUndies also releases collabs with some pretty big names like the Rolling Stones and Space Jam A New Legacy, but you have to grab them fast because once they're gone, they're gone for good. Cue the saddest violin possible. MeUndies has a great offer for listeners of the Valley Cast for any first time purchasers, which if you haven't yet, you, get, you, you gotta do it. Guess what? You get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy, which means if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they will refund or exchange it. No questions asked, no complicated, no breakup. You know what I mean? This is all love, all good loving for your body under your <clears throat> under your, your clothes. To get 15% off your first order and free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, you know what to do. You go to MeUndies.com slash Valley. That's MeUndies.com slash Valley. Go to MeUndies.com slash Valley to get 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Hello everybody, now. Joe here, and I want to talk to you today about Raycon wireless earbuds and why I love them. Um, basically the world's opening back up right now and then it's like also not opening back up and we're doing this back and forth dance and things are crazy. And that uh, that creates anxiety in the mind. And for me, I use these Raycon wireless earbuds to pop into my ear every single morning. I get up out of bed, I pop them in, I go downstairs and I do some guided meditation. Uh, they're comfortable, they fit perfectly, they sound great and they help me center myself in a incredibly incredibly loud world that we're all living in right now. Sometimes you just need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see some people or to stay calm and, and find your center. So Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. And Raycons have a 32 hour battery life. So you can listen to what you want, when you want, where you want, for a very long time. They started just half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45 day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. So give them a try, you'll see what I mean. Listen to your music, listen to your podcasts, like I said, guided meditation, uh, NPR, take your phone calls, they're perfect for all of it. They fit great, they feel great, and they sound great. So to create your own soundtrack with Raycon, Right now, our listeners can get 15% off their Raycon orb at buyraycon.com slash valleycast. That's buyraycon.com slash valleycast to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash valleycast. Get them, pop them in your ears, find your center. Back to the show. All right, and well, everybody, back. that was our ads. <laughs> uh, can I plug some shows, guys? Do you mind if I plug some shows? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the dates are confusing. I don't think they've updated the website yet, but on, I believe August 19th, I'm going to, excuse me, August 18th, I'm going <laughs> to be at the Funny Bone Comedy Club in Liberty Township, Ohio. I'm hearing rumors that it's a place, but I've also heard that it's a place that they named that's not really a place. That's just a bunch of cities that couldn't come up with a name, and so they call it Liberty ah, Township. It's like when all hilarious. those like cities kind of like grow together yeah. into an amoeba, and this like is like municipal. the center of the amoeba, or like just wow. like, a, like a mitochondria think, floating in it, like a mitochondria. Yeah, I think La Crescenta yeah. is like that. It's like not really part of it, but it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, I will not be in La Crescenta. I will be at Columbus 
Ohio Funny Bone Comedy Club on August 19th and Liberty Township Funny Bone Comedy Club on August 18th. It should be very fun. I'm having a great time with these shows. But come hang out and you get tickets at elliotmorgan.com slash tour or in the description of this video or um, at the Funny Bone Comedy Club. Just Google it if you're in the Ohio area and come see me. And the shows are going to be 730. It's 21 and over and uh, limited seating and all that. So uh, give it a whirl if you're so interested. And um, that's all I have to say. I don't really know how to do these plugs very well. But um, but the shows like are it work. Um, speaking about plugs and shows, then, uh, talk to us about, uh, this Jellystone thing. Yeah. That's mm. so cool. And Isn't it's that cool. cool, man. I saw Grace's post and I was like, that's so nifty that like nobody knows she did it in her closet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's I so did. Great. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember walking around the house and I would be like having a drink and I would be like, have a little bit of a joint, and I would just hear her in the closet going, <laughs> Yogi, you're back to normal. It was the coolest thing. Because, uh, yeah, it was all COVID. They, she did, and she that's a pilot she auditioned for, like, bef- way before we were even together. It was, like, beginning of 2018 Whoa. or something. She heard nothing about it. She got it. She did the pilot. She was like, this is really cool. Like, a year later, they were like, it's been picked up. You're, you know, still on board. Come on and do it. And then it was COVID. COVID. So then they were going to do, like, table reads. They were going to do it all together. They were going to have all the actors playing off of one another. It didn't work out like that. You can't really tell. But now, since COVID's, you know, not as lockdown-y, she now goes into the studio and she does, like, the, I guess, the ADR thing where it's like she sees the cartoon and talks over it. I, as someone whose favorite movie is Who Framed Roger Rabbit, think it's probably the coolest thing ever. And yeah. I keep, like, every now and then, like, you want to watch Jellystone? Do you want to watch Jellystone? <laughs> and she's like, ah, hold off. Like, I don't really want to watch it yeah. right now. But we've seen, like, five episodes. And, um, yeah, I, I actually genuinely love it. And I, I, I also so grew great. up with Hanna-Barbera, so it's really, really cool. Wow. And they're very clever. So it's very nice, and I hope it goes well. And the reception's been very cool. Um, reviews are good. And she's she has moments where I forget that it's her when I'm watching it, and that's trippy. And then I realize it's her. And there's also a bunch of other characters she does I didn't even know about. Um, oh. That will she'll be like that was me, that was me. And then you find out later that those characters are also like from the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Like she plays like a grandma at one point, and wow. uh, at one point she's talking to herself in two different like voices and i was like this is just so cool so anyway <laughs> it's available now on hbo max or at elliotmorgan.com slash tour <laughs> the uh the trailers that i've seen I'm, I'm really glad that they totally updated the voice and the style and it looks like yeah. they totally leaned into that yeah ma- that manic yet smart like cartoon network nickelodeon-y um yep. uh, short attention span just like yeah. pace- <laughs> pacing because um, I think that's important. You got to update the voice, and a lot of those uh, yep. those retro shows coming back didn't do it. But from what I've seen, like you said, like every character, like Huckleberry Hound, and yep. all of these old Hanna Barberas are, are shoved in it, and that's really really cool. Wow. Yeah, and they um, the creators like wanted to make sure that it wasn't like ninety percent male characters, which I guess the old Hanna Barbera kind of was. Huh. And so yeah. now they've gender swapped a bunch of them, and I don't have that good of a memory to remember what was male and different and female but i guess augie doggy is now um female but they've also changed the dynamic so daddy doggy is like this helicopter parent and like overly protective Hmm. and really dependent on his daughter and then like the first episode has yogi um who who just wants to eat everything and so cindy puts in a device and a a nuclear stomach that allows him to eat and never feel full so he ends up eating everything and everyone <laughs> around him and eventually he eats the entire town and then only at the end do they realize that they have to get Augie Doggy to sing her horrible song that her dad is so proud of in order to make Yogi Bear throw up throw basically up. the entire town and I was like this is really kind of dark each episode has like some kind of weird like psychological theme to it that oh, keeps it uh, interesting for adults I think so yeah it's been really fun uh i'm gonna go watch it now um and they do two episodes per per episode so which is kind of it's like that old school thing where it's like fast two paced, in there uh, yeah 11 minute yeah. episodes yep, yep 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 yeah so really neat thanks for asking she's super stoked about it um even though she don't she gets weird about watching it but i'm gonna force it tonight <laughs> no babe we're watching the yogi bear cartoon whether you want to or not <laughs>
Well, first we'll watch uh, Ted Lasso, and then we'll watch... Oh, is that tonight? Is Ted, oh, or I, I think actually this Ted Lasso is. was last night. I haven't started the second season, but I'm very excited to feel good. It's good. It's good. Wonderful. It's great. I have a question. I have a question that I've thought about asking because I just like the question. Um, and since you two both have a partner, um, what is something that your that you originally before meeting your partner didn't like or just didn't really have any interest in? That now after meeting them and seeing their love and enjoyment of it, you've now caught also fallen in love with that thing interesting and there's probably a several things some bigger like complete mind shifts in how you think and then also just little things that is a great question kevin because what um, what comes to mind for me because i've always grown up allergic to dogs so i've like never had any interaction with dogs i never really thought about dogs because i was always just like i have to stay away from them um then i met ellie my girlfriend and she has like such a soft spot for dogs it's like she's so in love with animals pretty much and that has made it to where now i also have that extreme soft spot like i need a dog now i want to get allergy shots to be able to have a dog and like any dog i see now like i actually get giddy in a way and that's all just because of seeing how much she's she loves animals and stuff she made you appreciate the fluff yeah yeah um you could also do a hypoallergenic dog yeah but the thing is is that like i'm so allergic yeah i'm so allergic so even just like their saliva would like just completely ruin me yeah rough get it it is uh yeah that's a good one i saw elise willems tweeted something the other day that was like you my dog is my best friend me your dog is also my best friend. That's how I, I'm like, I see a dog. There's a dog in this neighborhood that's a corgi, which obviously I love, and it's an old corgi, and its back legs oh. don't work, and it it walks oh. around on one of those 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 wheelchair <laughs> stroller things. things. Yeah, I almost wreck my car when I see it. I'm like, I'm this close to parking and getting out uh, and saying hi. But mine would be um uh, same complete same idea, allergic reaction. Now I really want one. Uh, drag queens and the entire uh, <laughs> drag community. Uh, I had drag race. I love and the just all wow. the drag like drag as a comedy art form. Um, everything it represents. Watched a bunch of documentaries on drag. Wow. And now I just have a deep, deep respect for it um, that I didn't have before. And dang. Um, besides that, I guess it would be uh, vodka. Uh, mm. no. <laughs> I get that on brand joke. Uh, and popsicles, uh, with uh, popsicles, otter pops, not otter, otter pops, cream sickles, dude. Yeah, cream sickles oh. are good. Yeah, get in those fudge sickles, dog. And fudge sickles are good too. And otter pops. Look, I don't discriminate. Anyway, Joe, what do you got? Do <laughs> uh, top that. Heather's had, has always had a very unhealthy connection to uh, needing to like her comfort food. Ah, uh. is the friends series <laughs> like, oh no like, <laughs> like her background noise her white noise with when sleeping for the last 15 years that we've been together plus uh just friends has always been on like i got her the 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 whole series box DVD set, yeah. bo- box set back in the day and it's just always been there and it's made me appreciate the the subtle comedy inherent in six white people <laughs> hanging out in apartments in new york that are not right. as expensive as they say um, but I know way too much about that series because of her. Um, and then also just I had a, a small affinity for coffee back in the day, but we met when she was working at a coffee shop. And oh, wow. It's just kind of always been a passion of hers. And it's made it's kind of just been like an underlying through line of the foundation of our relationship um, since we've been together to the point where if she had better health and we were in an okay place in life like it'd be cool to open up a roadside coffee shop that she could she could manage and and do day to day in that's great Um, that'd be like like a small like maybe goal you know did you not like did you not ever drink coffee really not like i did but she she's up until meeting her you started a lot it was just casual but then (laughs) yeah you know she she it's like a lifestyle for her so it became a little bit more, but I gave Did, I gave it up cold turkey three months ago, and I'm not looking back right now. Yeah, 
I just wanted yeah, to did pump you, caffeine out. Did you hate the Friends series before you met no, her? No, <laughs> I always appreciated it, and I was like, oh, people love Friends. That's cool, whatever. I, I think it's funny when I watch it. That Chandler guy's... Uh, that's a different type of comedy. I like it. Um, but now, uh, yeah. I've seen, I've literally yeah. seen every episode now. Like, multiple yeah. times. My sister's a big Friends fan, so I, I've i heard many episodes. Like, Heather's the type of person, type of friend fan that can, you know how they name the episodes? It's like yeah. the one where, the one where yeah. she knows them and wow. can tell you what's happening in those, the ones where, which is crazy. I'm almost like that with Peep Show. But that's a very different kind of yeah. show. That's the one where I, when you start describing it, you sound like an absolute psychopath for watching that show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Friends is. I love Friends, man. I turned Friends on yesterday twice, uh, and and the second one was a joke uh, for just to make Grace laugh. I was like, "Well, let's turn <laughs> Friends back on," and she was like, "We've done an episode. Like we've, just, we've done more Friends." today than the past year and a half but uh it uh, does always make me laugh and it's i know it's just like something i love those characters like they're in yeah. they're part of my uh my life was the same i don't like get Boy why people world. have to hate on so much stuff it's just an I, enjoyable just, show yeah that's all put it your is. energy somewhere else yeah why, who cares let people malcolm, have their stuff malcolm gladwell has some interesting thoughts on friends and i think he wrote it in one of his recent books where uh-oh it's a perfect show because you can watch an episode of Friends with the sound all the way turned down. And you may have never seen that episode before, and you will know exactly what oh, happened. Oh, that's interesting. From start to finish. You could probably say exactly what yeah. happened because they wear the, every single emotion yep. on their faces and in their bodies so well. Wow. Like, their their body language and and their expressions basically tell the story so you're never confused as a viewer as to how somebody's feeling or where the narrative's going yeah which again makes it an easy watch and the fact that it's funny on top of that helps wow people think that's easy people scoff at that they scoff at the sitcom format because it's like spoon-fed to you but it takes a lot of work and like yeah intricacy to To make it work as well as that did yeah, mm-hmm. and so tight they get it. You know, it's down to like the second these episodes. Yeah, and then, set up, yeah. joke, set up, joke, yep. set up, joke. Story A, story B, and a big misunderstanding. All, all beautiful stuff. Did you? Uh, did did Heather end up watching the reunion? Yeah, we both did. The reunion was weird, man. <laughs> so weird. It's the weirdest thing. That was can't even say it was bad. Just it was oddly put together. Like I was like, I think you even said it. it's like how many producers and ideas were thrown into this <laughs> bucket. What, Grace, <laughs> Grace, yeah, Grace said that this reunion is felt like every producer just got to do whatever they wanted and they just combined <laughs> them all at the end. Very interesting. Uh, um, yeah. I, I'm I'm finishing up Taskmaster. I'm like I'm going through every single season. I think it's a perfect show. Uh, I tweeted Alex Horn or actually I didn't tweet Alex Horn Alex Horn tweeted me when I was like let me cast the American version and he was like let's stay in touch he'll never talk to me again but follow up on that uh, uh, um, man (laughs) it's so good it's just like it's the perfect show they took the every element that works on YouTube and why it works like this experiential like no filter human experience they were able. They were the first show that I've seen that they were able to take that concept and turn it into a television show. show and yeah. the reason that it works is because of that live theater element where they're all reacting to yep. what happened uh, together with the audience. So the audience yeah. is on the same level as the contestants, and yep. that's why it yep. works. It's so and fucking good. There's one more reason, Joe. Greg Davies. British people are funnier than American people. That's true. <laughs> I think you're, that's the other reason. They don't take the competition seriously. Yeah. And when they do, it's in these, like, amazing – it happens, like, once or twice a season. These amazing outbursts where one of them will just go, what? What the fuck? What? Yeah. Why? This doesn't make – I've been in here for seven weeks. Fuck oh, you. Man. Fuck this show. <laughs> fuck you, Greg Davis. Yeah. Fuck you, Alex Horn. And then they sit down and they go, I don't know what happened to me. I'm very sorry for that. I'm very sorry about it. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I lost my cool there for a second. Oh, oh man. Yeah. So good. Have you seen it, Kevin? No, I haven't started it. But I did just start I Think You Should Leave, finally, with Ellie. Yeah. And ah. we, we loved it. I mean, I had no idea what I was expecting going into it. I just knew it was a sketch show. But, man, they just take the tiniest thing and make it into 
you have no idea where it's gonna go and yep. it's so well it's very well done they'll concentrate yeah. like it could be something as simple as like somebody cracks their hands in a library yeah. and then like that's the sketch yeah. for 30 seconds for thir- three minutes and yeah. they're not afraid to like end a sketch on the lowest note yeah ever yeah it's so the antithesis to like the common type of comedy and sketch mm-hmm. that we're used to it's usually a high note they'll be like this guy's depressed he's gonna end it uh or is he and then it's over <laughs> it's like what <laughs> yep <laughs> what what uh, people's um, brains man i think we're gonna see an explosion of really cool comedy in the next few years because everybody's lost their, their ever mind. loving minds <laughs> Yeah, we gotta, cool. gotta get silver there first. lining. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, guys, any other closing thoughts uh, in this particular episode? What oh, are you guys dang. doing? Uh, yeah, we just blew past. It. We just chatting, just gals chatting. Just uh, a bunch of uh, pretty gals chatting. Yeah, beautiful. Um, any closing? What are you guys gonna do for the rest of the day? I'm gonna film with another um, Kickstarter. Oh, good. I was wondering about yes. that. How many more we were? Yeah, we got doing. an episode of uh, Movie Movie Game coming up where we had some Kickstarters kick in at a certain tier, and it'll be fun. They've they've all been great. I can't and I'm wait. Almost done, and that'll be one of the next ones. And then I have a uh, special edition of YouTube uh, People People. And yeah, we'll, we'll film that one soon. Cool. And yeah, but the biggest thing is uh, we're just trying to get this game done at the end of the day, and it's taken up a lot of uh, time and resources. Um, we apologize for the lack of content recently. We got we got COVIDed once we <laughs> opened up the office, so that kind of screwed us. Uh, we lost footage from yeah. uh, one of our recent shoots. It just got the tech glitched, and so we kind of had a, a recent run of bad luck, so we appreciate you guys understanding and sticking with us, but... We, uh, our biggest thing is let's get this damn game done and get it Hell out yeah. to the people. I'm so excited for people to see the box. It's so worth it. Yeah, yep. it's so fun. It's exciting. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really, it couldn't have turned out better. I don't <laughs> yeah. think. I love it. It's so very us. And uh, yeah. again, thank you to Casey Landkin because you just knocked it out. Nailed of it. So. Yep. Um, it's going to look good on people's yeah, shelves. I got nothing I'll else. I'll tell you that. That's all. all. Right. That's it. Cool, guys. Thank you very much. Bye, everybody. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.